0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineer Podcast. I'm your host Matt Chenard, and I am really excited to be releasing this podcast very soon. I've had a bunch of amazing guests on already and I just want to start with this episode to introduce myself a little bit and just chat so you get an idea of what to expect from this podcast and who I am and some of the stuff that has made me who I am and what's important to me. So I grew up in a small town of uh, in Alberta, Canada, and played hockey majority of my life, I believe started playing when I was five years old. I stopped playing when I was 20 in that 20 year old range. I, I do have false teeth. So if you're watching this on video, I was going to take them out, but I'm not going to do that. You can see pictures, you can see ways that or pictures and um, some captions that I still have false teeth. And it's amazing to me when people—not amazing—it's—it's it's funny to me when people see that for the first time, and <laughs> it surprises them. So, played hockey during my life. I had numerous concussions. I believe seven total. And I decided that at the time, my then fiance Julisa, I wanted to have a be able to have an intelligent conversation with her when we were married one day. So, decided to stop playing hockey, and that whole journey with hockey for me, plays a big role of who I am. I, so for those that haven't met me in person, I am a big person. I'm six foot six, 220 pounds, give or take how much candy and chocolate almonds I eat in a week. But, um, I had quote unquote, using my hands here, a lot of potential and high end teams were looking at me when I was younger. Um, when I was younger, I was six foot five, 170 pounds. So every single summer I would work out my hardest, eat as much food as possible on average. And this is no joke. Me and my brothers would eat two steaks a night and probably three potatoes just to put weight on and not even forcing ourselves, but that was just how much we ate. So again, mom and dad, thank you. I don't know how you did it. Um, as well as both my brothers played hockey and they're goalies. And if you're not hockey parents, you know how difficult that can be. It's stressful and it's expensive. So very grateful to my parents. So going back to what I was saying, I was light, I was big, I had a lot of potential and people saw that in me. Um, Sometimes I was suggested to be more of a rough player than I wanted to be meaning to use my size to get into more fights, to be something that I didn't really want to be. And this kind of goes into my story currently, is I didn't want to go places based on me having to fight or to even use my size to my advantage, which looking back now, I should have. I should have played more, less fearful, and that's a common theme that I have done a lot of things now. And I continue to get uncomfortable and seek discomfort every day of my life now because I don't like the idea of fear having control of me. <clears throat> I am a Christian. I believe i am um, saved by God's grace and through Jesus. And I don't deserve this gift. And I, I'm seeing that more and more that I fall short so much. And knowing that and I'm beginning to understand that more and more makes me want to be a better person steward everything I have whether that's businesses whether it's finances whether it's time whether it's um, relationships learning how to steward those better and not hold on to them and keep them tight in my grasp as if they're mine to keep I don't know how much longer I have on this earth and we none of us do and I think that's why it's so important to be able to be present where you are and find content and no matter what you can. So going back to the hockey part, I didn't use my talents. I didn't steward what I have been given to its full advantage. And um, I use that as a lesson now for a while. It bugged me because I look back and realize I wasted a lot of opportunities that not a lot of people had and were given but I can now use it as a a way to share with others and a way to continue my forward trajectory in this whole growing experience of life. And I'm grateful for that opportunity. And after I finished playing hockey, I uh, played college with my brother for a while, Briarcrest in Canada, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. So for, for all those of you listening who are not from Canada, there's some funny names in Canada, there's some funny town names and I played there for two years, took some general studies. It's a Bible college and didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and then at the time I saw a video, I saw a commercial for CrossFit. This, these two people were exercising in a shipping container and it had CrossFit on the side. And it's like, what is this? And it to this day on TV, it's the only commercial I've ever seen. And it piqued my interest. So about a year later, I really started to investigate this. Um, Because I've been training my whole life. I mean, my most of my hockey career from 14 till 20, every single summer, six days a week, two hours a day, I was committed in the off season, Um, and it it piqued my interest. So I researched it, started to learn more about it, and I told Jalisa I wanted to do this as a training methodology. So I I I did it. I tried it for the first time on my own, CrossFit Main Site. I pulled a workout that the ladies' weight was overhead squats I believe 115 and I let my ego get in the way and I tried it and I'd never done an overhead squat before and I couldn't walk for two weeks (laughs) because I let my ego get in the way and I was humbled but at the same time thrilled and excited to explore this. So I used it on myself for a long time I trained with it uh, as a methodology and learned more and more and I've Started to realize I want to train other people in this. Um, at the time, I started to do electrician work in Edmonton, Alberta, in the minus 30 Celsius weather. And it was not the most pleasant time. There's a lot of character building opportunities in that time, I'll say the least. And during that time, most of you will have heard this story already that my wife was had an exercise addiction. We were married, and she was at school most of the day, and then we barely have any time together at night. And I go train at night. So the relationship part wasn't being built into as much or fed as much as it should be. And that was a challenging time in our life. And at one point I thought I was going to lose Julissa to this sickness, to this idol, to this disease. Um, but thankful to God that he helped her through that. And now she's on the other side sharing her story and sharing it with others and helping others. So working a minimum wage job, barely making anything. I don't know how we made money. It's, Julie's always jokes, it's probably because she didn't eat. So she says that, she can say that so I can joke about it. Um, somehow she paid off all her student loans. And then I went and started working construction and cameras while getting my training certificate. I was hired on at the local gym in town there, started training others, making not even $600 a month while Julie was in school. Still don't know how I made it through, but I knew this is something I wanted to do. And then partnered up with my then, the co-founder of the Camerals, and we started Metcon class in a garage, a 400-square-foot garage that I could barely, I couldn't put my hands straight above my head. Anyone over six foot two had to go work outside, even in the winter, <laughs> so that was a funny thing. The pull-up bar was head height, hit my head on it multiple times. A lot of funny stories, a lot of growing experiences there. And then with time we outgrew that space. So we went into a 3,000-square-foot building. We branded to cross the cameras, and things started to grow. And I started to understand training better, and we started to hire trainers. And then I didn't know at the time, but one of the most beneficial things we did was hire a mentor. And hiring a mentor from Two Brain Business, we are still with them to this day. And they helped us figure our business side out. And it's we wouldn't be here without that. So, big shout out to them um, for continued help and for that trajectory change there as well. We grew out of 3,000 square foot space into the seven or 10,000 now total, multiple um, different programs and lots of staff. And then, 2020 hit and everything turned upside down. Um, we went from, I believe it was 230 members down to at the lowest point, 80, 80 members. And for those of you that don't really look into back end finances, all the the funds the government had didn't even touch our expenses. Can you when you grow to a gym that is serving 230 people you can't just get rid of those expenses like that so throughout the years we accumulated slash lost hundreds of thousands of dollars and in revenue and in just costs and it was super hard super frustrating super difficult but all along i knew that I was being refined in this and i growing in character, understanding what is truly important and that we can't hold on to everything as if we can protect it or that it's necessarily ours to keep. And there's a lot of freedom in that for me and not to say I ever wish for that again. And there's days I woke up and just feeling like I don't know what to do and getting to the place where, I mean, two months, we probably would have had to shut down forever. And that was hard for me because 10 years 10 years it took us to build this brand, which is now greater purpose health fitness, home of CrossFit Cameras. And it's a part of you. So knowing that and feeling that was very difficult, but it was very freeing at the same time, knowing that I we stayed true to who we were, what we want to who we want to be at the end of all this, and what we want to exemplify through this. And that was trying to the best of our abilities to exemplify love, to care, to understanding because there's a lot of things that happened throughout the two years that a lot of misplaced anger and frustration and confusion towards us as business owners. And yeah, we were put through the ringer. I honestly probably six days a week on average 12 hours a day we were working um, just so that we didn't, that we could still have some sort of income in the future because we weren't taking money from the business we couldn't right because we weren't making money um a lot, a lot of people know that so um, now i'm sharing that with you all and but in the process i start to develop i've been coaching people for a while on the mindset and the business sense front and that's where i started to really start to develop this i started to develop this what i call anchor method is basically rooting yourself in something so purposeful bigger than the outcome, bigger than profit for the business, bigger than wanting a six-pack, bigger than wanting just a happy marriage, bigger than wanting a better career is if you root yourself to something of meaning, of value, of service to others, your chance of success of seeing things through skyrocket. And that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It just means that you're anchored to something big enough that you can withstand those waves, the turbulence that are going to inevitably come your way. Um, Because I'm not by any means, going to think that we're not going to face some more challenging things professionally and personally. But I want to be anchored to something that is to these truths that are infinite and have stood withstood the test of time, and that actually produce meaning and fulfillment and value, and not gaining my value and identity in these material, um, momentary things. Which I'm deeply grateful for. This house, I'm deeply grateful for our business, I'm deeply grateful for my relationships but I don't want to get lost and become imprisoned in those in terms of my identity wrapped up in them because I know that like the pandemic showed a lot of people, it could all be gone tomorrow. And whatever the reason was that that was there, I I don't know, but all I know is I can only do with it what, with what I could at the time and and either learn and grow from it or enter this victim resentful mindset where I'm upset at different things that caused us to shut our gyms down for seven months total and work at limited capacity and put Julissa and myself back five years if not more in our personal life so that's where I really got steadfast in my daily practices because I know the consistency is what pays off in many areas of life people get excited about shiny things, but it's really the consistent people that do the boring things day after day. They'll see the results they want. And if they are in that time of refinement, you stay consistent in those things. So consistency plus resistance equals persistence in my mind. You'll become that disciplined, persistent, resilient person of character that you can then put yourself in different areas of life and create a positive outcome. You're not going to be able to dictate the outcome. But you're going to go with the flow and stay steadfast in what you know is important in those unseen things, because it's more important to impact people and steward the things you have been given than just focusing on the outcome. And sometimes the byproduct might be awesome, sometimes a profitable business, um, happy marriage, all these different things. But once you focus on the daily deposits, as I call it, in your Fit5 investing system, mental, physical, spiritual, relational, professional. That's not to get too strategic or hard about that, but if you commit to this, you're going to see growth, at the very least growth. And most often this growth will give you results, but you're not dependent on these results. You're not dependent on money. You're not dependent on your relationship health for your happiness finding contentment and fulfillment in the small things and being present. And that's where my true alpha program was created, helping men, and I do coach ladies as well, both professionally and personally, to become resilient, disciplined, and consistent leaders using the anchor method so that they can create daily impact and leave a positive, lasting legacy. Because in reality, people aren't going to remember there's a quote about this. People aren't going to remember what you did. They're going to remember how, what you, how you made them feel, right? They're not going to remember how much money you made. They're not going to remember how jacked you were. They're not going to remember what kind of car you dry, drove. They're going to remember how you made them feel and how you made them impact them. And that leads a lasting impression. That leads trails, uh, crumb trail for um, other people for your family, for your employees, for those around you. And that's, what's really important. So that's a snapshot into me and what matters to me and who I am. And I am really excited about this, um, to be able to chat with lots of people. I've been diving deep into and observing as and part of my coaching program is how we are all built different, how we are gifted in different ways. I use something called the six working geniuses when I coach people in my investments, in my businesses, to put people in places that they thrive. I truly believe that in on different platforms, meaning professional, in a church setting, in organizations, investments, businesses, as an employee or an owner, you can thrive in positions. Um, and six working geniuses is invention, wonder, galvanization, discernment tenacity and enablement Uh, it makes the order up a little bit but more or less that's what it is and learning more about this and seeing that I love to wonder and I love to invent so that's why podcasting is so awesome I get to wonder with people I get to learn I get to invent different things to get this out to more people I get to invent different programs I get to get to create different businesses I get to um, wonder how things could be better and that's what really excites me And that's why I'm excited for this. And if you're interested in this True Alpha coaching program, feel free to click the link below. There'll be lots of resources there that you can sift through and see if it's a good fit for you. And if it is, and we'll book a call, we'll chat and go from there. I would really appreciate it if you find value in this podcast, if you share it, if you review it, if you subscribe, leave a five star review because that's really helpful for me to getting this out there and then having the opportunity to talk to amazing people. Maybe even some of you listening, if you want to be on here, happy to connect. Grateful for you all um, listening and appreciate it. And uh, until next time.